As almost every other Gen Z can attest, 2020 has been an absolute disaster. No matter how mentally tough you may be, 2020 was extremely difficult for every one of us. On top of that, this year has seemingly left our future somewhat unclear. However, when I had the high honor to interview Mr. Walter Price, director of Allianz Global Investors, to gain insight and advice into Gen Z's economic future, I was surprisingly yet delightfully met with optimism and hope for Generation Z by his words and perspective. This is Christian Yurelekin with the You'll See Why podcast, and today we'll be looking at what the future may possibly hold for Generation Z. Twenty twenty has seen one of the worst economic downturns of all time. The unemployment rate in April was about fourteen point seven percent, and while that percentage has dropped for the nation since then, it has remained at fourteen percent for Gen Z. Many industries came to a screeching halt due to the pandemic including airlines, leisure facilities, oil and gas drilling, auto parts and equipment, and restaurants. We will be joining a job market with millions of unemployed workers who have more work experience than us. It may not be surprising to learn that job security and success were two of the biggest concerns on Gen Z's minds. In order to gain more insight into what exactly Generation Z's financial future would look like, I had the privilege to talk to Mr. Walter Price, who, as I mentioned, is the director of Allianz Global Investors. He is also co-lead portfolio manager of the Global Technology Strategy. Allianz Global Investors has over $650 billion under management. Mr. Price has a master's degree from Sloan School of Management from MIT. As such, it was an incredible opportunity to hear his distinguished and first-hand perspective as he is someone who has navigated through six recessions since 1974. With an accomplished background, I value his knowledge and experience. First, I wanted to hear his thoughts on the current economic situation and how similar or different it is to the Great Recession in 2008. Well, I, I, I think that um, the pandemic has uh, re-accelerated uh, or poured gasoline on a lot of trends in the economy. And, um, you know, I, I think that's very different than the uh, financial crisis that we had in 2008 and 2009. And uh, it's been good for some people and it's been horrible for other people. This is a very different uh, disaster to, and recession than we've had uh, previously. And I think it opens up a lot of opportunities. You just have to wait for people to kind of get over their shock and start hiring and trying to fill those uh, positions for opportunities. In 2008, there was a total crash of the financial system. It came to a complete halt, mainly in the sectors that fund businesses. The only solution was for the government to step in and provide liquidity to the market by infusing money into the system so that there wasn't a total economic failure. In 2020, however, people are still spending money, but a lot of them don't have jobs. Certain sectors are still able to make a profit unlike in 2008. Next, I wanted to ask him about how as Generation Z enters the workforce, what will be our challenges? How will the unemployment rate affect the starting wages of college graduates? How will that affect our future income growth? Well, I think the biggest challenge for Gen Z and, and for any person entering the workforce is to uh, 
make their education practical so that uh, companies can see a quick return on hiring that person. You know, you graduate with a lot of knowledge about whatever you're majoring in, but you don't have the skill set that a company is looking for. You know, do you know how to help develop a website? Do you know how to turn your knowledge of social media into a, you know, a buying process on Facebook or Apple. I think basically developing those practical skills that companies are looking for and you know, that will separate you from the person who just has you know, a college degree and a particular subject but doesn't have the practical knowledge of the different uh, software as a service programs that companies are using and you can help them significantly improve their effectiveness with that knowledge. So I, I actually think the unemployment rate for young people will go down pretty fast. And I actually think it's easier for a college graduate than a person, you know, if you're in the hospitality business and, you know, business travel isn't coming back for a while, I'm, I, I need to find another career. I mean, it's a lot harder for those people to retool themselves and re-educate themselves and, and a young college graduate where... Uh, you know, a company is willing to say, you know, I'll put some time into investing in this person and helping them build their skill set with the idea that they're going to stick around for many years uh, and be a great asset to me. So I, I actually think the unemployment rate for young people will go down pretty fast. I think the unemployment rate for young people, if they're willing to, to focus on learning and, uh, and show an interest in learning, uh, and, and building their skill set, th those people will be very sought after. Being a generation who has grown up with technology and having it be an integrated part of our lives is such a huge and unique advantage over generations before us who don't have the same experience. Being able to understand web design and coding allows us to position ourselves extremely well in the job market and makes companies dependent on us. This is crucial, especially for those about to enter the workforce and competing against generations for jobs, regardless of whatever career path we each might take. I then asked Mr. Price about the national debt and how it will impact the lives of our generation. Well, I think it's uh, probably the biggest issue that the economy has as we go forward. You know, and I, I, I think uh, many of the millennials found this uh, problem, which is it's always easier to live beyond your means. Um, the concept of a balanced budget's kind of gone out the window uh, with uh, the recent administration saying, "Oh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna run a budget deficit, uh, and we're you know, and the prosperity of the economy is gonna pay that back." Well, it hasn't happened, and it's unlikely to happen without higher taxes. I think a, a more balanced uh, budget and a more balanced uh, wealth system. So if you create wealth, you should have higher taxes and help pay for the reskilling of the economy and the, uh, you know, the em employees in the economy that, that need to develop their skill base. Uh, otherwise, you'll have a, a very fractured society and a very uh, selfish society. So I think we need to go back to you know, I'm always a believer in living within your means and uh, budgeting, uh, you know, matching your, your, your outflows with your inflows. So I think that that's a, that's a question that Gen Z should raise to their political uh, representatives and, uh, and the political representatives uh, will hopefully reflect that in their voting for uh, spending and for taxes.
Lastly, I asked Mr. Price his advice for Generation Z. I mean, I, I think Gen Z uh, has uh, an opportunity to bridge the gaps in society that have widened out in the last period of time uh, and bridge the gaps internationally. So I, I always think young people have an ability to uh, be more flexible and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, that's also a development because you can't have a you can't have a have and a have not society that continues for a long period of time. Eventually, the have nots rebel and, and you know, you have riots or you have robberies or murders uh, because the, the have nots don't have a lot to lose. And so I think that's a very unhealthy society. And, and hopefully Gen Z can find a way to bridge those gaps and promote more uh, social equality. As Mr. Price notes, it is extremely important for us to take this national debt very seriously. In order to resolve the situation, we must live below our means and encourage our elected officials to use taxes to relieve this debt. It is easier said than done, but hopefully it will be our generation to fix it. While right now it may seem like our future is unclear, Generation Z can be the ones to bridge the gap and create a stronger and better future. As dire as it may seem on the surface, Underneath is a lot of optimism, as long as we are proactive. We must find what companies are looking for and make ourselves valuable to them. We have to pay attention as the next generation in charge for our future success. While not spending beyond your needs is not a new theory, it is one that is crucial to our current financial situation. We must live within our own means, both individually and nationally, as it makes us one step closer to finding a more content and stable standard of living. As a final note, Although Generation Z has had a very difficult year and our future may seem dire, we have a choice in how we perceive to move forward. Either we can be pessimistic and feel as though we have no control, or take Mr. Price's perspective of optimism, in which we look to the advantage of our familiarity with technology and its value in the job market, no matter the path we each might choose. As long as we work and make ourselves valuable, there will be opportunities for us to find success, not only individually, but as a country. This was Yossi Waba Christian, your Thank you for listening.